people have a preacher, some bad picture there. So it's hard not to look. How do you not look? I think the best motivation, not it's not from, be from or be it's not, no, no, no. It's not my world. Losers are busy out of their world. The big losers <laughs> look at world that's not theirs. The, the Ibn Ezra. The Ibn Ezra says that the Torah's mitzvah not loisachmay, don't have chemda, don't have desires for other things. Ask the Ibn Ezra, how do you do that? How do you control? But I do desire. But I do. How do you control? Says the Ibn Ezra this word. Says the Ibn Ezra that if you have a city slicker, he calls an iruni, a city slicker, an intelligent city slicker, somebody says, look at the princess. He says, I'm a city slicker. I have no shaykh the princess. I'm not interested. I'm not marrying the princess. He said it's just intelligence. That's what he's saying. The best way not to stop being from, just don't be an idiot. Very unsuccessful people look out of their world. There's a guy, his name is, his name is Stephen Covey. He says, he calls it circle of influence. He says successful people are busy with things they can control. Unsuccessful people are always busy out of what they can control. In their house, the big conversation of unsuccessful people is about all the people. You heard the principal, did you? Successful people are always busy with what they can do. Family, let's, let's watch our language more. Let's, let's go on a trip. Successful people's conversations are always about what they can control, Vinny. Unsuccessful people are always busy what they can control. I said that the Gemara Zvachim says Yosef Hatzadik's ayin wasn't zun. His eye didn't look at what wasn't his. Beautiful Lushan. It says his eye didn't look at what wasn't his. It doesn't say he didn't look at Pritzos, didn't look at Dvar Masurim. It didn't look what wasn't his. Everybody was vying for Yosef's attention. Yosef had tremendous chain. And girls would throw things. B'noi Sadalai Shur. Girls would throw... Th- what? Girls would throw things at Yosef Atzadik trying to get him to look, and he wouldn't look. It's no shaykhist to me. The Gemara in the Dharam says that the Nazir, when he had a taivi, saw his reflection, he said, The world that's not yours. So I spoke, It takes you out of your world. Live in your world. When you see something inappropriate, don't look. Say, it's not my world. I'm a cool guy. I, I don't live fantasy. I live in my world. I have a world. Accept your world. Adopt your world. Enjoy your world. Build your world. My world. It's a great way to live. It's a great solution to many things. Build your world. Build your world. Abacher was telling me about... Abacher was doing great. All of a sudden decided he wasn't doing well. Turned out his parents and him had seen a friend of his... They started like comparing. Look how he changed. It was like such stupidity. Utter stupidity. You, you want to build his world? <laughs> Let him do success. Let him do great. Excellent. Build your world. Build your world. Successful people build their world, are busy with their world. Unsuccessful people, busy in other world. So I spoke a lot about this in Eretz Yisrael. So Rev Geisler told me brilliantly, Rev Geisler said that worrying about tomorrow is also not your world. He said, you're looking at your world in terms of other people and yourself. He said, worrying about future is not your world either. Your world is the present. He said, the past and the future often is not your world either. People worried what they did. What I did a few weeks ago is not my world anymore. Today, now, present. He said, when you worry, things are out of your control. So he showed me a Gemara. 
a Gemara in Yavamas. That guy just showed me now. The Gemara Yavamas says, Al Tatzet Saras Machar quotes a Pasa. They used to, in the Vardic, they used to say, I told you the altar of the Vardic used to say, give up a thousand tomorrows for one today. Stop with tomorrow. A Bacher called me last night, Rebbe, after the break, I'm going clean. I knew that meant to say that he's going to do crazy stuff the whole break. I understood. I mean, shrooms and who knows what else. After the break, I'm going clean. Whenever a guy after never does anything. I don't want to hear tomorrow. People of tomorrow never have today's. Never. By the way, tomorrow he's not going to have it today either. Just going to, tomorrow he might have a tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow's pain. Because you don't know what will happen today. Maybe tomorrow will come, and you won't be here. Nimsa turns out, you were painting in a world that wasn't yours. It says it wasn't your world. Tomorrow might not be your world. We don't know what's going to be tomorrow. And it calls it Oilam Sha'ina Shalla, your world that's not yours. You're hacking tomorrow, tomorrow. It's not your world tomorrow. I don't know tomorrow. The guy's saying after, after after the break's not you don't own after. You don't know where you'll be after the break. You don't own that's not your world, Viter. Your world is only today. This is your world, what here and now. And in your world, what what's your plans? What are you gonna do? Your world is now. Your world is here. The, the guy tomorrow. You're handling the oilam she'ena shaloi in a world that's not yours also. It's not yours. It's, no, it's not your area of work. <clears throat> On this topic of oilam she'ena shaloi, I want to tell you a secret of the yeshiva. I'm very into the songs that are sung here. Guys sometimes get frustrated at the oinig. They start sometimes a little bit of a... They always sing the same songs, always the same songs. Free us, like, can we have some creativity here? And I want to say the words are very important to me. Very, very important to me. And the songs are very exact. What we sing are very, are very targeted. And it matters to me. I don't, tunes are nice, and I like sometimes singing without words. In Lubavitch, us Lubavitchers like songs without words because it lets people freestyle. Lubavitch held that words are same, they limit. Words limit. And Lubavitch songs often, music was very important in Lubavitch, and often there were no words. And I like sometimes singing Nagunim, which let people soar at certain moments, let people just go off on their own. But words, are, are di- words direct. Words are very important also. And words direct. I want to point out a few songs that we don't sing in Yeshiva, and I want to tell you why. Did you ever notice that we don't sing Mitzvah G'dayu Elias B'Semchem, Waterbury, Connecticut? You know, we, I don't know if we've we rarely, if ever, have sung the song. And I promise you it's very exact that we don't sing it. Even though there is, it's a good zach, it's true, Mitzvah G'dayu Elias B'Semchem. Do you notice, Binny, that in Waterbury, Connecticut, the capital of joy probably in the world... We don't sing mitzvah g'dayla. It's a mitzvah to be b'simcha. You ever hear these people sing, it's good to zayin ayid. I asked in Rav Fisher that this, please stop singing the song. I went there. I loved what I saw. They were singing, it's good to zayin ayid. I said, no, no, please don't sing that. They were trying to convince me and themselves, it's good to zayin ayid. I said, your behavior makes me think it's good to zayin ayid. The reason we don't sing these songs, the main people who pursue happiness, and this is your world. 
I have discovered people who pursue happiness never, ever get there. I never see them getting there. That people are pursuing happiness for like a hundred years, other people are always depressed. Psychologist to psychologist to psychologist. Trying to get happy. I'm trying to get happy. I've had guys producing. I'm not happy. I'm not. You're too focused on how you're feeling. Feelings matter. We're human beings, and we all want to feel good. And the goal is to get to a good feeling, but we can't control how we feel. And don't be so busy in areas you can't control. The main areas we can control are what we do. Ivdu es Hashem b'semcha is a great song. Serve Hashem, service with joy. That's a great song. We sing that a lot in Yeshima. Serve Hashem with joy. Focus on your productivity, your activity. Focus on the areas you can control. So, Ivdu es Hashem b'semcha is a great song. Ani avdecha ben I'm your Ever Hashem. I commit to be loyal. That's a great word, a very song. By the way, don't look and you'll see tremendous happiness. Don't look now and you'll watch a guy who all of a sudden he's happy and we never sang. It's good, Susanna. I'm not saying it's good, Susanna. Let's focus. It's right to be a Jew. And by the way, others will say, seeing you, it's good, Susanna. I want others to sing it, seeing you, not you singing it. Others see you and say, whoa, it's not good to be a Yid. But I don't need to force things. The main thing is the areas you can focus and you can produce. Your areas of productivity. We're here, we're here to accomplish. The world of drugs became, became proliferated because it's all about how I feel. We're very touchy-feely people. I feel good, I don't feel good, I feel... Are you producing? How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm accomplishing. Gewaldig. Now, we want to feel good. We're human beings, but how are you doing? Are you accomplishing? Are you being successful? And by the way, when you're successful, you'll learn, you'll see that you'll have a deep, deep satisfaction of accomplishment, of success, of productivity, you'll have a deep satisfaction, you will see emerge. But the people always busy. I'm not feeling it, I am feeling it, I'm feeling it, I'm not feeling it, I'm feeling it. Like, they're always, they're not focused on productivity. All their lives are lives of not feeling it. They're, they're, they're built on something that's weak. It's Chazal say a line that Tzadikim, Libam Bershusam, their emotions are controlled by them. And it says about Rishon, Heim Bershos Libam, they are controlled by their emotions. They're completely addicted. I'm feeling it, I'm not feeling it, I'm feeling it, I'm not. Our feelings are very flimsy. Our feelings come and go, it's just the way it works. There are days we feel, and it doesn't mean to ignore it. And there are ways of, of, of encouraging it and helping it. And certainly it matters your, our emotions. And we all want to feel good. We'd be lying to say not. The main thing is focus on your productivity. Focus on service. Focus on your duties. You'll see how you feel. I, I'm, I'm very close to somebody who struggles from anxiety. Anxiety is it's one of the greatest nesiyanis in this world. It's Yisurim like a Holocaust level Yisurim. Anxiety is real stuff. When he lets his, when he's thinking how he's feeling, he's at his worst. He's in such pain. When he focuses on his mission, next job, brush your teeth, next job, next job, and he gets locked in duties. Take care of my wife. Take care of my child. My wife, my child, my job, my, 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 my teeth. And he focuses like that. All of a sudden, he gives a little look and he's actually feeling good. Productivity, service, jobs, responsibility. Those are very, very Jewish ways to focus. The great song we sing in Yeshiva is Ibdu Es Hashem B'Semcha. Serve Hashem with joy. Serve with attitude. Serve with geschmack. 
That's that's very good. Do your next job and do it with fervor. Brush those teeth with with a song. Get busy with a job. Binny played to me a clip of somebody who was like a guy who was giving chizuk and he was saying some of these things. It's funny. It, it was interesting that the guy was a pretty bright guy. Serve. Do your duties and do it with joy. What was the guy's name, Bins? Some of these things I'm saying, you heard in the, you heard that in there? The, <laughs> I forgot the guy's name. He, was, he had some of these ideas. There's a great discovery. There's a great, great discovery. Thank you, guy. This Gemara that calls tomorrow, a world that's not yours. Even areas of joy might be a world that's not yours. You can't control that. I'm feeling miserable. Okay, you can't control that. So what can you do? The world that you can do is the world of activity, of what your decisions are, and that you could control. Isn't that a good Yisoyed, Ben, Spinyamin? Our world, our world. We're busy in our world. We're, we're, we're tigers, Binyamin. We're busy in our world. And the areas we can't control. So I want to talk about areas we can control. What do we do in areas we can control? So I want to learn Vishalach. If you please take a Chumash, I want to talk about areas we can control. <coughs> this will get involved. This will bridge our world, not our world. Listen to this. Listen to this. Say that again. Locus. There's a there's a Harvard a Harvard like the chief of psych, psychology some branch in Harvard a top top guy put out a long paper with the cure to with, with one of like his big solutions to um, to anxiety and he said to read Chayvus Salvavus. Duties of the heart, Shahra Batachim. Yeah. A guy in Harvard. He's Jew, not an not yet religious Jew. Really? Yeah, he said to read Chayva Salvavas. He said. Yeah, yeah, the treating Batachim he spoke about. We're, we're going to see in the parasha. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> One of the hardest for him to read. Really? Uh-huh. Did you you did it with the top or you read it with the lave type? There are a lot of mistakes. A lot. No, the lave type fixed it up. You don't have to agree with him. Chavis Avav is one of the, it's mistakes. It's translated from Arabic to the the top is a translation. I believe he wrote it in Arabic. The top is not the he didn't. No, it's written It's written in Arabic. The top there are a lot of shibushim. I don't know what anybody says. I, I, I've read Hebrew Svarim. You read the top. They're often it can't read. Now, the Lev Taiv, he's very good. The Lev Taiv's a guy who lives in Yerushalayim. I've met him. He's excellent. There are times I disagree with his translation, but I don't know. It's unclear what the Chayv Savavis is saying, and then you either agree or disagree with the Lev Taiv. You have to, you read, you read, the, you, there are two ways to do Chayv Savavis. Either trust the Lev Taiv, whatever he says, follow. Some do that way. Red Miller has his idea. I don't. I never matched it up. Did Red Miller learn Lave type? Did he read the top? I don't know. I like reading Lave type, and I look at the top to see if I'm who I'm believing. 
And then I'll decide if I agree that's what he means. But you're right, it's murder to read. It's not it's not a it's not a smooth it's like just read Yeah, yeah, that's very, it's, it's advisable even. If you don't want to get tedious and start beating yourself, figuring out what he means, just trust the lave type. He's very readable. He sticks in many words. Is that how you learn Chayus was lave type? What? Right. My father, if the people are Kiva, my father doesn't learn you shall miss. I once, like, not a lot. I once said, what? My father, there's no. I once asked, like, why don't you learn Yerushalmi more? Talmud Yerushalmi? Yeah. Oh. He told me because there's no text. It makes him crazy. Yerushalmi has a lot of shibushim and mistakes and different versions. And he, he, he makes him crazy. I, can't, I, I never asked him what he... I imagine it makes him crazy also. Why? He needs a text. Give me, like, a clear text. The text is up to a lot of conversations. He can't handle that. There's this version, that version. The Bavli, we have a clear, it's been, it's been fixed. The Bavli is very clear because we have a Messiah. It's a Risha in Rabbeinu Bechaya, some say, but it's very, very... know the author? Pasha's Rabbeinu Bechaya. It's not 100% certain, but he wrote it in Arabic. So it's translated into Hebrew and the trans... Yeah. Anyway. It's funny. Me and Yaakov are very, very into Rav Hirsch. And it's frustrating. We love Rav Hirsch. And the frustrating thing is Revolva said that he wrote it in German that the German's much better. We're both so curious and tempted. Yaakov's like pounding Rav Hirsch. It's frustrating to hear. Like the Ger- Revolva said the German's much better. It's probably very poetic and written beautifully. That's how he wrote it. And I yeah. <laughs> 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 same thing, same thing, because he didn't write in that. Same thing. Somebody bought me Rev Hirsch in Hebrew. I also struggle with that. Yeah. Well, he wrote in a certain language, it's not the real deal. Okay, let's see a little bit, Vishalach, related to your world and not your world. <laughs> if everybody can please turn Where was it? What's the name of the city? Okay, we're gonna read some Sukim. Pasuk Yud, page 190, Perak Yudalit Pasuk Yud. Page 190, Perak Yudalit Pasuk Yud. And Parai is approaching the Jewish people. And the Jewish people, Elia. Great run, Els, I'm proud of you. By Yisubnei Yisrael Esenayim, and the Jewish page 190, and the Jewish people raise their eyes. Vihine and behold, Mitzrayim Noisa Achareim. Behold, the Mitzrayim are traveling after them. By Yeru Ma'id, and the Jewish people are frightened. By Yitzaku Bnei Yisrael Hashem, and the Jewish people scream to Hashem. They scream out. The Jewish people scream out to Hashem. There's a 
there's an amazing Rashi when it says they scream out to Hashem. They're, the Jewish people are right now in the proverbial rock in the hard place. Mitzrayim coming and the sea in front of them. Literally stuck. No place to run. You go back to Mitzrayim, other side, the water. You're stuck. You're literally stuck. And Vayitzaku B'nai they scream out to Hashem. Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, Vayitzaku B'nai Yisrael Ol Hashem, Tafsu Umnis Avaisam. They grabbed on to the Umnis, to the trade of their fathers. Vayizaku, they called out. Vayizaku B'nai Yisrael Ol Hashem. Rashi said they grabbed the Umnis of their fathers. And he brings that Avram, it said he davened, Yitzchak he davened, and Yaakov he davened. So they grabbed the Umnis of their fathers. I have a question on Rashi, by the way. Umnis means the trade. They grabbed the trade of their father. Yeah, the job, like the trade of their father, of their fathers. What is Rashi addressing? Rashi, we, if you if you hold like the Sif Chachamim, Rashi only says something if there's a deficiency in Pshat. What's wrong with the pasuk that Rashi said they did what their fathers did? Huh? Who said that? The pasuk says that Bnei Yisrael raised their eyes. Mitzrayim's traveling after they're scared, and Bnei Yisrael cry out Hashem. Where did Rashi say, Rabbi say, that they grabbed the Umnus, their father? Where is he coming for, from in the Psukim? What is bothering Rashi? Does anybody ever read Dr. Banshik's book? What's bothering Rashi? Dr. Banshik translated the Sifse Chachamim. What's bothering Rashi? Why did Rashi say they grabbed onto the Umnus, their father? What was wrong with Pshat and the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Para is coming close. They raise their eyes. They are stuck. Oh, ah, they screamed Hashem. Says Rashi, they did what their fathers did. Rashi doesn't just say cute things. It is a medrash. Rashi's quoting. But he only quotes the medrash. There's something wrong in the Pasuk. Somebody here tell me what Rashi saw in the Pasuk. There's something in the Pasuk that Rashi's addressing. Does anybody have a cash in the Pasuk? And that's why Rashi says what he says. The word Bnei Yisrael is extra. If you read the Pasuk, Upare Hikriv, Pare is coming close, Vayisu Bnei Yisrael Aseneim, the Jewish people raise their eyes. So it says we're talking about the Jewish people. So Bnei Yisrael, and behold, the Mitzrayim are coming. Vayizaku El Hashem, and they cried out to Hashem. Why does it say again Bnei Yisrael? It says Vayisu Bnei Yisrael Aseneim, the Jewish raise their eyes. Vihinei Mitzrayim, they say Achreim. And behold, the Egyptians are chasing. And by Yirmiyot, the Jewish people are afraid. By Yizak, well, Hashem. It already said in the Pasuk, Bnei Yisrael. the whole who we were talking about. We changed. First, Bnei Yisrael lifted their eyes. They did everything here. Now, Mitzrayim is chasing after them. Them. No, them. They're still the subject. By is them. It doesn't say by Yiru Bnei Yisrael, Moed. Because it's talking about the Jewish people. So it says everything the Jewish people did. The Jewish people raised their eyes. The Mitzrayim are there. The Jewish people were afraid. It doesn't say the Jewish people. Because we're talking about the Jewish people. It says, All of a sudden it says, B'nai Yisrael. Says Rashi, it says B'nai Yisrael to tell you that this comes from who we are. It's just who we are. I once told the guys, we, I was practicing long before we had Coach Brian. I was practicing with the team. It, people don't realize with practice, 
Benny, under duress, we all go back to who we are. You can learn a few moves, and in games, it never happens. It never happens. You learn the coolest practice, and the whole team's like, got it. And then all of a sudden, the game, because under duress, you go back to who you are. Practice has to be so regular and so over and over till under duress, that's who you are. Guys go home Bein Azmanim with plans of being a better person and then somehow in all the circumstances, I'm back to who I was. The goal is to work so hard and so diligently that if you see under duress you're doing it, then you know that's what you became. When that move, under pressure of a game, you're still doing the right move, now it's become part of you. Now you need a lot of repetition for that, a lot of practice. But under duress, you tend to become who you are. So here, Klai Yisrael's mamish, they're under duress here. The Mitzrayim bearing down this army, bearing down to crush them. And the sea in front, and you know what they did? By Yisrael B'nai Yisrael Hashem. They cried out to Hashem. They did what's, our, what's in our essence. They grabbed on to the umnis. That's why Rashi is addressing the word B'nai Yisrael. Even though it says Vayizaku, it doesn't say B'nai Yisrael. L'chayri, he's addressing B'nai Yisrael. It's a shaylif Rashi wrote. Taisvis wrote his Divya Maschel. According to me, it should say Vayizaku B'nai Yisrael. Right. Just says Vayizaku, but it's not so posh that Rashi wrote his... Um, his Divrei Hamaschel, oh, yeah. I would put in there by Yizaku B'nai Yisrael. And then Rashi's addressing, what did it say B'nai Yisrael? Tafsu Ma'isavaisam, B'nai Yisrael, the children of Yisrael, the B'nai Yisrael means it comes from earlier. It comes from who we are. It's who we are that under duress, this is just what we do. Some, I was once on a plane. I was once on a plane. It's funny, it says B'nai Yisrael, but there it makes sense, says B'nai Yisrael. Yeah, because the fact that we just... Because that's what Rashi is addressing. It's true, but how did Rashi know this from the word Bnei Yisrael? Rashi had no right. Right, the the, the, the Pirish is on Yisaku, but Rashi knew that that's where it came from the Yisaku because of the word Bnei Yisrael. Mm. The um, I was once on a plane that fell a hundred feet. It just dropped. I, when I say a hundred feet, I don't know the exact amount. I was on a plane that dropped. Now I have no idea. If that's really dangerous, I have no idea. I, I've asked people, stewardesses and people on planes, is that dangerous? Everybody goes, is turbulence dangerous? It's like the. Oh, drop in the air. Not yeah. No, 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 in the air. Okay. What? Turbulence is hundreds of feet. Even turbulence? This must, this could have been. Yeah, <laughs> is that, is turbulence that? I don't know what you mean, dropped. What does that mean? The whole plane felt like it was free falling. The entire plane. I can tell you we would dive in. But it's interesting. People scream, of course. People was shouting. It dropped. It freefalled. But not for long. Not for long. It feels like I said a hundred feet. That's you know. It feels like it was dropping. It has to do with turbulence. They, they say it happens. They say it happens. And uh, she sits down and he's like, looking at this little girl, what she's doing. In the middle of the flight, there's like major turbulence and he's like, dropping over, he's going crazy, and the little girl is just sitting there. And uh, and finally it stops, and afterwards, they like they, they like ask the little girl, like, how come you're not nervous? And he said, what do you mean? The captain's my father. 
I always call is turbulence da- dangerous, Yankov. I don't even know. Never tell us. <laughs> <laughs> it's bit, it's bit what we do. It's bit what we all do. You can all admit it now. I admit what I do. We all look to the stewards and stewardesses to see if they're nervous. Like if they're calm. I just look if they're still serving the drinks. I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> if they start rushing to their seats, I'm like, shoot. Like I said, by the sun, I heard him say it's really No, they're still like doing their things, like seats up, seats up. Like, okay, this is not serious. Learning, if they don't even have time to tell you to put your seat up. The plane is shaking. I'm learning, stop being scared of cat. You might be right, that it might not be dangerous. I'm not clear it's dangerous. Right, I'm not sure they're done. Plane. You can do write whole psychology books on planes. It's like the whole. <laughs> Everybody has their sheet that's on the minyanim in the back. There's like so many things going on. <laughs> All the different things going on on a plane. Guy, he won't talk. The guy is scared of planes. Is it very bad? No, no, they're very nice. <laughs> is it very bad to dump Yechidus? Just tell all ten guys to start Shema Nesra at the same time. Everybody said it. That's what I tell Hashem when he goes to the back and stands there. Maybe it's a Kiddush Hashem. How do you know it's a Kiddush Hashem? My mic is just down here. You're going for it? I'll tell everybody to do the same time. Exactly 9 o'clock start Shema Nesra. It's a very good idea. What does Rebbe do? You ever did that? Um, no, because I think I was with the Israelis and they're like, no, we don't care. And they just went back. <laughs> and this woman, uh, like basically, the stewardess basically got in a physical thing and it has been on her. She pushed her way through. She actually touched the guy and the guy, she started trembling like this. He's like, a real Yerushalmi guy's like trembling. But he held a push was there a chiba or something? Right then, when we started davening, it's like, huh? It's time to serve the drinks, guys. I'm sorry. Like, you see, there's an in Tel Aviv. In Tel Aviv, that version was Dafka when we were serving the drinks. They started the menu. <laughs> Our version and their version. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's our version and their version. <laughs> the moment they waited, Mamish, we were serving the drinks, then they start their minion. That's, these people, <laughs> they could have davened before. <laughs> but we're right, of course. <laughs> ah, so, <coughs> so nonetheless, so by Yamru, El Maisha. Klal Yisrael says to Maish Rabbeinu, Are there not enough grave sites in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What did you do to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Was this not the thing that we spoke to in Mitzrayim? 
Lamer Chadal Mimenu, leave us alone, Venavdes Mitzrayim, we're better off serving Egypt. Kitayv Lanu Avaitis Mitzrayim, we'd rather serve the Egyptians, Mimusein Mabidmar, than dying in the desert. So Maish Rabbeinu says to Klal Yisrael, Al Tira'u, don't be afraid, the job of a leader. He settles the people down. Al tiro'u, don't be afraid. Hisyatzvu, gather. Uru'uas Yeshuas Hashem. And come witness the salvation of Hashem. Asher yasa lechem hayoyim. That He's going to do for you today. Ki asher reisim es Mitzrayim hayoyim. The way you see the Egyptians today, alive and kicking. Loisaisifu l'roisam oid ad oilam. You are never going to see them again. They are going to die. You're never going to see them again. So just watch. You have back seats on an epic nace. So the Mitzrayim are bearing down. And Moshe, the leader, is coming Klal Yisrael down. Hashem Yelochim Lochem. Hashem's going to fight for you. Vatem Tacharishin. And you will be silent. You don't even have to fight, guys. This is going to be a party. Just watch. It's amazing. I love these Psukim. Of Maish Rabbeinu, the leader of Kleisvel, calming the people down. The people are bug city. Are just bugging out. They're going crazy. Like we're dying. We're about to die. Why did you take us out of Egypt? We'd rather all the pain that we had there than dying. It's all over. They're bearing down on us. And Maish Rabbeinu says, "Hisyatzvuru, gather and see us, Yeshua Hashem. You'll see the salvation of Hashem. That Hashem's going to do to you." That the way you see the Mitzrayim today, you're never going to see them again. Hashem's going to fight for us. You just have to be silent. Just watch. Chill out. Watch. Then Hashem says to Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu obviously started praying to Hashem. And Hashem said to Moshe, One of the most famous psukim in the Torah. And it needs, Rashi has two pshatim, and I want to talk about both pshatim of Rashi. What are we supposed to do when we have difficult times? Davin. We will praise. Rashi says, We grabbed on to the livelihood of our fathers. This is what we always do. Prayer is our livelihood. Prayer is our way. We're prayers. That's who we are. We are prayers. It's our essence. It's what we do. So here, Hashem says, I'm going to translate the words, but then we're going to discuss a Rashi that is like life-altering on that topic of our world. The headline of this conversation, what's our world? So Rashi said, the Pasuk says, why are you screaming out to me? Why are you screaming out to me? Tell the Jewish people to continue on. It's a funny thing to say, continue on. What's in front of them? The water. You can't continue on. But Hashem says to Moshe, what are you crying? Tell the Jewish people to continue on. Va'ata and you, take, raise up your stick. Spread your hand on the sea. And you will split it. And the Jewish people will walk into the sea on the dry land. The Yamsuf will split right now. Stick out your hand with the mata, and the, the water will remarkably split. My son last night was singing a song. It was so, it became real. I'm lying in bed, I can't move. And my son had some song about the splitting of the sea, and he was tiptoeing through the sea. He saw himself walking through the sea. 
the water split, and then Yisrael Mayer is like walking, he was tiptoeing through the sea. I was just watching it in awe, and I relived, I relived this last night. I had to learn the Pusik now. I relived it. I saw Yisrael walking through, and he was singing, singing the song that his mother taught him, and then he was tiptoeing quickly through the sea. So, Vayavo B'nai Yisrael, B'Sachem B'Hashem, Klai Yisrael walked through. But what is this line, Hashem says, Matitzak Eila, why are you screaming out to me? What do you mean, why are we screaming out? Who is supposed to scream out to you? One second, we are congratulated for screaming out. Vayitzaku B'nai Yisrael L'Hashem, says Rashi, B'nai Yisrael's extra, Tafsu Um Nisavaysam, it's the right thing to do. It's the trade we are taught from our fathers. And the next thing, we're told, what are you screaming out for? Nice to see you. Oosh. What are you screaming to me? I thought we were, we were congratulated for screaming. And Hashem says to Moshe, why do you scream out to me? What do you mean, why are you screaming out to me? We were congratulated for screaming out. So Tup Shatim and Rashi, Bini, this is a serious problem in the parsha. Binyamin, you hear the kasha? Shmuel, you hear the kasha? Earlier when Klai Yisrael called out to Hashem, we were congratulated. Tafsu um We did what we're trained to do, the business of our fathers. Avram Yitzchak, what does a Jew do when he's in trouble? Calls out to God. Don't say Davins, because the from word doesn't mean anything to us. Call out to God. I like when I want to gather the guys, let's go pray, let's go talk to God. My son and shine showed me, right? my son and son showed me, I had a lot of, I know, he, he um, cap, photocopied it for me. I sometimes like saying English words in Shmuzmi, he showed me that the altar of Kelm says Hebrew words lose their meaning to us. Once in a while, say it in a different way. Our Rebbe right pair did that for us. When I asked, I said, I said, let's come talk to God. So he said, David, let's go pray, let's go scream out to God. Let's go talk to our tata. Say something just a different way so it penetrates our skull. <clears throat> but earlier when they scream out, we're congratulated. We do what a Jew does in distress. He calls out to God. And all of a sudden, Hashem says to Moshe, what are you screaming for? What are you screaming? That's what we're supposed to do. Says Rashi, everybody look at the Rashi. Put your holy eyes on this Rashi. Then he come here. This is the Rashi. Take that Rashi. Tesla, take it to the back. I was Snicky is in California, so his she should come right here. I want you. I'm going to show Come here, come here, come here, come here. Can I have a few? Look at this, Rashi. Second line down. Second line down, Rashi. Matitzak Eli. Says, put your holy eyes. Binyamin, you have the Rashi? Matitzak Eli. What are you screaming out to me? Look at these words. Lamadnu. You see a point to it? Says Rashi. What's the question? What are you davening for? They're supposed to daven. Says Rashi. Lamadnu. We learn from here. Moshe was davening like crazy. Klal Yisrael is screaming out to Moshe. And Moshe Rabbeinu responded by doing what? He started praying. Hashem gave Musr to Moshe Rabbeinu. 
Now is not the time to have lengthy tefillah. She Yisrael Nesunim Batsar, the Jewish people are in, are in Tsar. You shouldn't be sitting and praying. Now the Jewish people are in Tsar. That's Rashi's first pshat. That's interesting. What should he be doing? What do you want me to do? You know, the Jewish people are in massive pain. And Hashem says, it's not the time laharich b'tfilah. Don't be lengthy at tfilah she Yisrael nesun b'tzara. They're in pain. I, what else am I supposed to do? What? He's giving Moses. Now you could say, well, Hashem said, leave them. But there was no, what do you want me to do before you told me what to do? What's Rashi's first pshat, Hevra? Rashi's first pshat, Maish Rabbeinu's praying. The Jewish people are stuck. Mitzrayim bearing down, ready to crush and kill every Jewish person and the Yam in front of them, and they're stuck. They're screaming to Maisha, and Maisha's davening. He's just praying his brains out. And Hashem says, now is not the time to have lengthy tefillah. The Jewish people are bitzar. So what? <laughs> and the other option is. What's the deal? Just what? I don't know. Take care of the nation. Wait, what? So Yehuda says. Yehuda says, talk to them. Talk to the Jewish people. It's nice you're praying right now. You got to talk to the Jewish people. You got to lead them. He did talk in the pesukim. He did talk to them. He told them. <laughs> he did tell them. Hashem. He did comfort them. The pesukim say he comforted them. Somehow Hashem gave him Musr, Matitzak Eli. It's not, and Hashem said it's not the time to be Marich Petfila. No Arichos right now. That's what it does sound like. I am not, I don't know Pshat in the first Pshat in Rashi. Comfort them more. I don't know Pshat. I'm not, I'm not looking. I don't know what Rashi, in Rashi's first Pshat, I don't understand fully. It's not the time to be Marich Petfila. Maybe comfort them more. He did comfort them. So I don't know Pshat in the first Pshat of Rashi. What, what's the flow? Hashem gave him Muslim. It's not Muslim. So Hashem said, Hashem told Maish Rabbeinu's son, Maish Rabbeinu is, is being mispalel, is Aymiru mispalel. Hashem said, it's not the time to be Mayrich Petfila right now. <coughs> but I want, to, I want to discuss Rashi's second Pshat. Rashi's second pshat I do want to discuss. I leave open to you to work in Rashi's first pshat. Says Rashi in a second pshat, Dover Acher, second pshat. This is what I want to work on, Rashi's second pshat in Yamin. Matitzak Eli, says Rashi, Eli hadover talui, loyalecha. It's on me, not on you. Eli hadover talui, loyalecha. Matitzak Eli, Means you're screaming as if the whole pressure's on you. Alai. Rashi l'chayr is darshning matitza kama instead of a lie as if it says alai, it's on me. Stop looking at the whole thing. It's on your shoulder. It's on me also. There's a pasuk, one of my favorite psukim in the world. It says, Hashlech al Hashem es Yehavcha. Throw to Hashem your packages. Vuhu Yechalkaleka, he'll sustain you. We often view our challenges on my shoulder. It's on Hashem's shoulders. It's not a lie. It's on me. It's not on you. I want to say something, Binyamin. Anything you're involved in your life, your family, your project, the yeshiva, you have, you'll have times that you're so overwhelmed and busy, it's time to dive and you're too overwhelmed. What do you mean? There's this to do, that to do. 
there's a degree you're feeling too much is on your shoulder. It's very healthy you're bearing responsibility for your family, as you should. Support your family. Take care of them emotionally, physically. Excellent. It's very good you're doing your idealism. Maybe your shul, maybe the yeshiva you built, whatever it is. Understand that Hashem is with you. Throw to Hashem the load. Hashem said, why are you screaming out to me? There was a musr that to a degree you feel too much is on your shoulder. It's on my shoulder. I carry with you. It's on me. It's on me. Stop feeling the weight of everything's on your shoulder. I'm carrying my Rabbeinu. I have it. I got it. It's on Hashem's shoulders. Throw to Hashem your packages. People walk around weighted down with their life's problems. It's all on their shoulder. All their worries, all their bothers are on their shoulder. Throw to Hashem your packages. He carries with us. It's on me, not, not on you. It's, it's a funny thing, Benny, that all the things, there's a very, very healthy sense of responsibility that a person should carry for his family. A very unhealthy person doesn't bear responsibility, doesn't work to support his family emotionally, physically. That's an unhealthiness. Or doesn't try to do things for Klal Yisrael. All different types of idealism. But there's another type of unhealthiness when you're weighted down, feeling the weight of everything on you. It's on Hashem. There's a degree you're calling out as if you feel the weight of the world on your shoulder. It's, I'm carrying, Hashem says, I'm carrying. It's not all on your shoulder. It's on me, not on you. Stop feeling. That's what Hashem said to my Rabbeinu. Now, obviously, this is on a dak, min a dak, min a dak. I'm reading Rashi. Alaya davar toli It's on me, not on you. Maishrabenu, this is my problem, not your problem. Now, obviously, there's a healthy sense of achrayis. The greatest bal achrayis in history is Maishrabenu. But Hashem comforted Maisha that it's on me, not on you. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I'm carrying this. How great would it be in all our responsibilities that we have a sense, Hashem says to us, I'm carrying it. All your packages that are weighting you down so heavily, if you understand, I'm carrying it. I always thought to myself, how did Manasseh Svi Finkel carry what he carried? If you think about the man, do you know the mere's budget a year, what was on that man's shoulders? For a man who was a sick man, when you're sick, you feel you can't do anything. It's overwhelming. You look around, you can't do anything. It's overwhelming. There's so much needs to be done. So much needs to be accomplished. You don't feel you have kayach. Then I think about Rav Nassim Finkel. Here was a man who had advanced stages of Parkinson's. The budget he was carrying, the responsibilities. Unbelievable. How do you carry such a thing? How do, you, how, do you, how do you just function in a healthy, happy... The answer is, you, you, you recognize this passage, what are you screaming to me as if it's all on you? I'm carrying this. I got this. I got this, Hashem says. It's not all on your shoulder. You see people walk around with the weight of their problems. Do you know they can give off the weight to Hashem? You could put your burdens on Hashem. Throw to Hashem your packages. He'll sustain you. You can give Him your load. You could say, Hashem, I know you're carrying this. It's not all on my shoulder. 
The people are walking around so weighted and heavy and pushed down. Everything's on their shoulder. It's their problem. They're in this alone, carrying alone. It doesn't have to be that way. Hashem Tali. It's on me. I'm carrying it. I'm carrying it. I got this. It's tremendous your responsibility. It's tremendous your sense of care. But I got this. I'm carrying this. It's funny. It's funny if you talk about leadership both as a father and both as any idealism that a man engages in any organization he runs, the balance and feeling responsible. I came this morning, I'll be honest, I came this morning and it's been bothering me for days, I finally had enough, that you drive up here, it's very dirty along the side of the road. It's filthy. It bothered me. You come to B'nai Torah where it's so dirty. It's not nice. This is like your first impression. So this morning I cleaned it up. Ibi Kiva could testify the amount of garbage that was quite a bit of garbage. This way people should come up. It's, you'll see it's much prettier when you go out. There was a lot of garbage off there. The, the balance, Rabbi say, between feeling the sense of your responsibility in anything your responsibility and taking and agreeing to accept responsibility but on the other hand being chilled and calm because it's not Hashem Hashem runs it you're not doing it. it's an opportunity you're, you, you, pretend, you pretend the shtickle like you're carrying something you attempt to carry something but understanding it's on me and keeping a certain calm and a certain sense that it's not on your shoulders Asher betachen. We spoke before about our world. Embracing and engaging things on your shoulders, but also learning in your world to trust Hashem. It's Hashem's world as well. And sharing the burden with Hashem. Really sharing the burden. Throw to Hashem your packages. Understand He carries it. It's on me, not on you. I got this one. Hashem fights for us. Hashem runs the world for us. Hashem's there for us. We have to learn how to throw Hashem our packages. And we can do it. It's a pasuk. Throw Him your packages. Take those burden off your shoulders. Hashem, please. And Hashem takes Hashem's It's on me. What are you davening? As if like the weight of the world's on you. You look so overwhelmed, so weighted down, so stressed out. It's on me, not on you. It's my job, my responsibility. It's tremendous your sense of achrayis, my shrabenu, and the fact that you care is tremendous. But that balance, Rabbi, say that healthy balance. See, if a guy just says, it's not my problem, we're not talking about such a person who says it's not my problem because we have to view it as, yes, our problem. We have to take responsibility and as much and as, as much as we can. This is the balance to it. The balance to it is having that betachen, that trust, that it's Hashem's thing. We have an opportunity to try, to attempt, to do, but we're not weighted down by the pressures of the world. So that is the balance that I wanted to speak about in this Davarachar, in this gorgeous second shot of Rashi. I did want to speak about that. What is What time is the bus going today? The bus is leaving at they're coming 12.30, we're leaving at 1. Oh my goodness, so we're late. Yeah. What time should we call Mincha? 12.25. 12.28 is the earliest. <laughs> the earliest we can actually die. Are you serious? No, that's what the chart said. I, I have no idea what the real time is. Oh, so it's probably on. <laughs> 12.25? I tweeted out, I, I texted the Mincha chat, the, the water minion chat. That's
That what? That Rabbi Brownstein said totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I said. Anybody? So I guess maybe guys can come with their stuff to the bus. The bus is loading 1230. Yeah. Could they put their stuff in the bus and then come in here, that, and then go? So 12.35 here, and then the bus will go. Is that what?